in particular, there was a youth pastor and he wanted me to go on this trip. And, and I was like, no, 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 no. And I'm kind of a people pleaser. So I finally gave in and said, okay, I'll go, but I don't want to go, you know? <laughs> so, but I did. And that really, um, that changed my life. We dealt, we learned, um, about spiritual warfare on this trip. And I, I think I had some things happen that I'm like, okay, God is real and, and Satan is real. This is Elaine Kohanowitz. Welcome to the Imagine Momcast. Hi everyone, this is Elaine Kohanowitz and today I'm gonna to be talking to Sarah Williams and I wanted to um, have her on to share her story because she just has an incredible story that I think would be really encouraging to a lot of moms. She's dealt with some health issues. Um, her and her husband have adopted. And um, also she's just deal, uh, dealt with some healing and other things that she has overcome in her life. And it's just been an incredible inspiration to me. And I know that it will be to you too. So Sarah, thank you for coming on today. And Thanks for having me. Yeah. So just to get started, um, I wanted you to share with us a little bit about um, your life and how you became a believer. Um, well, I grew up in a small town and I have an older brother and two younger sisters. And my, uh, well, just a little bit about my family. My, my parents really did not get along at all growing up and um, kind of were in the party scene. And my mom, when I was a little girl, got introduced to Jesus and started going to church when I was little. And I ended up through that. Um, she was the one that told me about Jesus and made sure that I would go to Christian camps and go to church. And so going to a camp when I was younger, that's I was about 10, is when I first decided to um, ask Jesus to be savior of my life because I didn't want to go to hell. I wanted to go to heaven. That's kind of how it was presented to me. Right. Um, and so, but then um, when I was in high school, kind of my junior, senior year, um, I had some just people in the church, like a youth pastor, and then just some other just godly men and women that really reached out to me and and showed me Jesus. And I think that's when that started to become more of a, a relationship and understanding what um, um, having a relationship with Jesus is. It's not about following the rules, which I was trying to do and very frustrated. And, you yeah. know, in my earlier years in, in high school, I kind of was more rebelling against that because I didn't want the rules. But um, then I think my latter part, when people loved on me, I saw that relationship. And that's when I started more pursuing the relationship with Jesus. Then. So, so, so what made you switch from being like, maybe, you know, more interested in doing whatever the crowd did to, to, you know, becoming a believer? Um, I think it was just people and pursuing me um, in my church. I just, in particular, there was a youth pastor and he wanted me to go on this trip and, and I was like, no, 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 no. And I'm kind of a people pleaser. So I finally gave in and said, okay, I'll go, but I don't want to go, you know? <laughs> so, but I did. And that really, um, that changed my life. We dealt, we learned, um, 
about spiritual warfare on this trip. And I, I think I had some things happen that I'm like, okay, God is real and, and Satan is real. And because of that, that pushed me into wanting and desiring a relationship with Jesus because it felt more real to me in that. Yeah. 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 Not just going through the motions and going, you know, like I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. Um, more the rules that, yeah, that he wanted a relationship with me. So that's kind of where that started. That's awesome. So in that, so that continued later and you, did you go to college after that? I did. And college was kind of a critical point too, because I remember trying to choose a college and I was just like, I knew that where I put myself, where the people that I surrounded myself with, I was either going to go towards God or towards the crowd. I just knew that about myself. And so my first year of college, I chose a Christian college and it was, it was really good because I was able to make some really good Christian friends and we got to have fun together um, without all the other party stuff. And I think that was really good for me. Um, oh, wow. I had no idea. So you went yeah. to Christian college first. Yeah, my first year. You didn't stay there. I didn't because I was like, I still had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Okay. And so as I was pursuing that, um, I just remember someone saying, you would make a good occupational therapist. I'm like, what is an occupational therapist? <laughs> <laughs> so I looked it up and it said, if you are a person that likes to help people, this career is for you. And that was like my heart. I'm like, I just wanted to help people. And so that began my journey of pursuing occupational therapy as my career in the college that I was at was it did not have the prerequisites that I needed to to apply to get into that program. So okay. I ended up going to a different college um, the next year. But, but you I felt, felt like by then you had a good foundation. Yes, I felt like that first year just gave me some grounding um, and just really good relationships then. And then I was just, I was so focused on getting my occupational therapy degree that I didn't have much time for anything else. And and I paid for my way through college, so I was working my way through too. So, yeah. You were too busy to get into trouble, is what you're I saying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so when you graduated with your degree, what did you do? What did you do? With um, yeah, when I graduated, um, I guess I was so into school that I graduated and I'm like, I don't even have a boyfriend. Now what do I do? <laughs> You're, don't you, you know, get graduate and get married, don't you? At right, least yeah. somewhere in there. So um, one of my good friends, friend and I, we moved to Chicago just because we're like, we can, let's do it. You know, we've ne you know, we're able to do this. We don't have anything tying us down. So we moved to Chicago and that's where I got um, involved with Willow Creek Church. I started volunteering in the high school ministry there. Um, it's a huge church there. Yeah, when you say it, it's just so famous, you know, almost so many people know about it. It's just a huge church, right? It is. It's lots. Yeah, it's huge. But it was so, it was good for me at that time because when I got involved in the high school ministry, they made it small. They broke it down. So I was leading a small group of girls. Well, then I had um, leaders that were meeting with me and um building into me and so it just it just felt smaller to me because of the community that I experienced there and that's where I met my husband too so ah okay 
So you met him there, and then did you get married right away, or how did that go? It was a pretty fast dating marriage scenario. Um, he was <laughs> too fast, <laughs> but he was、um, actually when we met, he was contemplating moving to Colorado, and so. So he did. I think was I don't know about four or five months after we started dating, he moved to Colorado to help <clears throat> start up a <clears throat> excuse me a a sports mountain adventure Christian camp、oh, in, wow. in the mountains there. So he moved there. So we dated long distance for a while, but then we're like, we're both older. He's a little bit. He's older than me. So we're like, we know what we want. So we decided to、uh, well, we got engaged and then. I moved out there and we got married. So, so what was the time frame from when you met him to when you got married? It's eleven months. Oh wow! I think that was more starting dating. Like I had met him before, and we were hanging out as like you know groups of people and friends. But、okay. I think from when we officially you know started dating and hanging out, it was eleven months. Wow, that is pretty short. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, don't know I guess I don't it's not two weeks, but still. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I recommend it because we really we were married and we're like, okay, goodness, you were just putting on a show for me. Was <laughs> 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 <This is> really you? <laughs> I think that's probably pretty common. <laughs> <laughs> that's why、so、they recommend OT.、Oh. I guess you could go anywhere. So you just got a job as an OT. I did, and that was difficult too. I think being in the first year of marriage, because he was at this camp, and he, you know, when you do camp, you're there like it's almost like a twenty four seven job.、Mm-hmm. And I wasn't employed at the camp; I was、um, working as an occupational therapist. So I would go off and do my work during the day, and I would try to join the camp at night, but it still was hard because I really wasn't a part of the camp during the day.、Um, So yeah, that was a little bit challenging our first year of marriage to kind of coordinate that all. But he、um, he got it started, but then he ended up、um, taking a job as a youth pastor for a while after that, just to just because of our marriage and I wasn't part of the camp. So right. Employed. So then, so then、um, did you have children after, like soon after, or how did that go? I wanted to, but. <laughs> Because、um, you、yeah. said you mentioned that you guys were older, so I didn't know if maybe you were, you know, really thinking about that. Yeah, we were. I mean, he was older than me,、um, but yeah, I always wanted children. Always wanted to be a mom, and so I wanted to have a child. You know, probably right after I got married. But、um, we, I think it was maybe a couple years after we got married, we really started trying, and where you know, we were unable to get. Pregnant, and so that was. I guess. I guess it was. A, I think it was a fear in the back of my mind that that was going to happen, and so I'm、mm-hmm. like, oh, it's reality. It's actually happening. I'm not able to to get pregnant, and so. But I had dealt with、um, very painful periods through high school and college, and had been gone to doctor to doctor trying to get help and. Never really did get help, and so I think that when、um, I couldn't get pregnant, then they're like, "Oh, you have endometriosis," and so、um, I did go through a surgery.、Um, that's that's a huge revelation. 
all of a sudden, like, by the way, after all these years, you have endometriosis. We just didn't know. I know. And it was like, finally, someone's recognizing the issues that I'm dealing with and the pain that I deal with. So, um, yeah. And that first surgery I went through, we were able to get, we got pregnant like a couple months after the surgery. And that's awesome. And miracle, very, you know, huge miracle. Um, because I was not able to get pregnant ever again after, after that. So, and, and that was hard for me because I just, that's, I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to have kids. That's what I wanted to do. I want, you know, so. um, So, so at some point, so what did you decide then after that? Because you have one child, a daughter, correct? Yeah. And then you, you know, what are you going to do then just have the one child and or did you have well we knew that given the the endometriosis that i probably had a small window of being able to get pregnant um and so we tried right after she was born tried to get pregnant again and we were not unable to so i through that i had gone through more surgeries i don't i can't even remember how many laparoscopies i went through um dnc's to Oh, wow. Get rid of the endometriosis in hopes that I would be able to get pregnant again and just not successful and did a couple of fertility treatments in there in the middle of that and just everything was just, I I wasn't getting pregnant. It wasn't happening. And so instead of pursuing more fertility, we decided to pursue adoption at that point. Um, Okay. Yeah, and I had always had that in my heart to adopt, and I think God put it there because He knows my plans and what He has for my life, so He put that on my heart. I just wasn't ready to accept that I wasn't able to have more children of my own at that point. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. So we, when we talked before, you said that your husband was really supportive of... Yeah. Yes, he was very supportive of us, of us um, moving towards adoption and... He was excited about it, walked the process. I mean, we it took us a while because there's a lot of um, paperwork and, home, you know, home studies and putting things together to actually um, go through the adoption process. you got to find an adoption agency and just all that. So it did take us a little bit to, to figure that all out. But once and on top of that, it's expensive, correct? Oh, yeah. Adoption is, yeah, is very expensive. And so that was kind of more of like, okay, God, you, you know, we don't have any money to put towards this, but we will choose this path. And yeah. Don't miss episode two, where Sarah tells us about some unexpected craziness and hurdles that they had to overcome in the first adoption as well as some more health problems, including a collapsed lung. Look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Hey guys, thanks for visiting the show. Want to hear more? Keep listening at Imagine MomCast on any podcasting platform. Would love for you to be part of our conversation too. If you go to Facebook or Instagram, you can search Imagine Mom to join our community. Can't wait to hear from you. We'll see you soon.